Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on the first episode of the American Corner Exchange podcast. In this episode, we will talk about the Kennedy Luger Youth Exchange Program. So, without further ado, let's start this thing. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Yasmina Morabit. I'm a 20 year old medical student. I go to the medical school, uh, medical school of Tacks, and I'm very happy to be here. Which exchange program did you go on? I went on Kennedy Luger Yes program. So I was 16, 17, and it's for uh, high school students that age. Which state were you placed? <laughs> I was placed in Lucky, Ohio. Um, so yeah, Ohio is the state that I was placed in. Did you like being in Ohio? Yeah, I actually, surprisingly, I was very happy to be in Ohio. I was in a very, um, like, faraway place. I was in the middle of cornfields and of nowhere, and, you know, seeing it on maps, it was a little bit scary, but I had a lot of fun. Uh, unexpected fun, but it was really, really fun and enjoyable experience. Do you remember the name of your high school? I went to Eastwood High School. What did you think of the classes in Eastwood High School? <laughs> it was a public high school, uh, and I was supposed to be freshman, but I was taking senior classes. And even then, my classes weren't that challenging, especially um, in like scientific subjects. In comparison to Tunisia, I was doing section math in Tunisia. So, you know, our math and our physics and our chemistry are a bit more challenging than than what they were offering there. But English was very challenging, which I absolutely loved, and literary subjects in general were a bit more challenging. Well, because English, of course, but the teachers there were excellent as well in these subjects. Even though you were a senior, you think the math that we do here is harder than they do Yeah, there. they weren't, they, they didn't offer, for example, AP classes. So that's why it wasn't that challenging, you know? or stopped at like advanced calculus or something. It was not that challenging, really. Okay. Um, then what are some of the challenges you faced as an exchange student? Well, when I say I didn't uh, experience any challenges when it comes to school, and I did experience a lot of challenges when it comes to like getting integrated in a new society with new customs and living with a new family. I think my biggest challenge was um, forming a group friends and you know getting integrated um, in Ohio again I was in a very very small town so like people had their already set group friends from like elementary school and it was a bit challenging to get into you know to be the new kids it was just like exciting and excited to be in America and coming from Africa and probably rides camels to school or come and want to integrate, you know. Tell us a story from your exchange year. So, uh... It can be a funny story, it a can sad be story. a sad story. <laughs> Alright, so that very first day uh, I got to Ohio, I was coming from D.C. So before we go to our assigned states we go to dc where we have an orientation when with all like other uh, exchange students from tunisia and from other countries so i was already tired from dc it's very exciting we move a lot we walk a lot so i was already tired this is when you visit the white house 
Yeah, this is the one where we visit the White House on the um, Benjamin Franklin? Not Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, the memorial. Yeah, Benjamin Franklin. Memorial, yeah. So it was a very exciting but very tiring experience. And then you have to take a flight to your you know, home state or host state. Uh, so I was already really tired. And that day, it's a Friday night, so there is a football game at my high school. So I get off the airport, straight to the high school, I attend the game, and then I go to the, to a, a band party. So I'm already like really tired. Really tired. Yeah. The next The jet day, lag. <laughs> the jet lag. And you know, I'm meeting all these people I didn't know. My host sister is in band, is doing band, and I was gonna do band with her. I already signed up for that before leaving the country so she was introducing me to all these people and to the charts I'm gonna have to prepare and it was all really overwhelming the next day I show up at my high school and just FYI I go to a high like a high school in Ohio Ohio is a very white state you know so there was one um, african-american girl in the whole school it was just the one and she heard there was a girl coming from Africa <laughs> to be an exchange and, and this girl got so hyped up you know the three months leading to my you know arrival there she was so excited she's not gonna be the only african-american girl there you know we had culture in common apparently she thought mm -hmm. so I walk in the hallway I'm super sleepy I'm like and I just hear someone screaming at the end of the like the other end of the hallway and she goes she's not black and she like breaks into tears and I'm so confused I've never met this girl I don't understand what she's talking about my host sister broke into laughter she was crying laughing and I was like very like not understanding anything and she was like you're a fraud you're a fraud you're from Africa and you're not black and I was like sorry <laughs> it was really confusing but yeah that's the story and other stories always involve a camel and questions about Africa that you know never cease to surprise me like do you have Netflix do you know Harry <laughs> Potter yeah <laughs> do you have Netflix do you have water you know yeah. um How's the desert like? Has, well, yeah, a bit about the desert, but it's mostly like, you know, internet related things. Do you know YouTube? Do you know Netflix? You know, do, do they you know Tunisia or do you think it's Tanzania or something like that? I got Tanzania. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another Tanzania, very Indonesia. funny, another very funny story is one of my best friends uh, in the US and the one I made like over my stay there, his name is Mason. We had pottery class together and we had sociology together and we grew it like to become really close and we were painting together and going out together and going hiking together etc and the, the very last day I was leaving for the airport it was 4 a.m. he came to pick me up and we went to get cookies like a, as a goodbye like little trip thing and as I left like the car I was leaving his car to go back home and finish packing he goes well I'll send you letters in Tanzania and I was like I spent 10 months teach here <laughs> trying to teach you about my culture my language you know huh? words in Tunisian and he goes oh no no he didn't say ta Tanzania he said Tasmania which is in Australia it's yeah. totally different place totally different totally and different I was place. like I was in shock I, my my face froze for like 10 a good 10 minutes because 
you know, I felt like all the efforts I poured into, you know, teaching him about my country just weren't paying off. But yeah, that's all right. They assume that Africa is just like this one blob and that there aren't like countries with drastically different cultures and drastically different languages that are spoken in there. But it's not, you know, even like the weirdest questions aren't coming from bad intentions. They're, you know, I was the first Tunisian kid that they uh, that ever seen. And I was the first like North African kid that they ever seen. In the high school? In the high school, yeah. They mostly had exchanges from Germany, mm-hmm. from Asia, like India and Pakistan and, you know, that, that side of the world. So I was the one of the first African kids that they'd ever seen, you know? So yeah, like their questions are, are just, you know, out of curiosity and out of really not knowing what's, what's happening there, you know? As a part of the Yes Exchange program, you have to do 100 hours of community service, right? You have to do, well, it's not a requirement to have 100 hours of service. That's like an extra certificate. But you do have to have um, community service within your, you know, stay there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your, well, your LCU, who is your local coordinator. coordinator, and your, like, the company that puts you in that state, they, ha- they generally have, like, programs for their students, students. To, to, to partake in community service. And, but, yeah, it's, it's actually easier than I did, like, 150-ish hours of community service. Mm-hmm. It's way easier than you think it is. Like, I was going into it, I was like, that's a lot of hours. And it was not a goal I was particularly trying to reach. I was just trying to do things that I actually enjoyed and that I actually thought were having an impact on the community I was in. But I reached them within, like, the first semester, my 100 hours, and then... I chilled a bit and I did some traveling the second semester, so. That's nice, so you do get to travel at some point. Well, yeah, you can make it happen. It it has a bit of paperwork that you have to do with your, uh, what is it called? Local coordination? Not 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 local coordinator, it's uh, PO, yeah, placement organization. I'm sorry, the the abbreviations just, you know, got forgotten but your PO is your placement organization it's the company that it's like the organization that puts you in the state you're in that finds the host family for you that finds the high school for you and through them you have an LC which is a local coordinator it's like your contact person you go to them if you have any troubles um, you talk to them like just with no troubles you just like keep them updated about what you're doing the community service you're doing they have like trips for example with my PO I went to Niagara Falls That's um, pretty cool yeah it was really cool Dang. we had a field trip down to Niagara Falls it was really fun you get to know other exchange students from like a larger area through your PO which is really fun like I was in the countryside so I in my high school, it was just me and another Ukrainian exchange student. So it was really fun meeting the other exchange students from other countries that are like placed a bit far away in mm-hmm. the area. So yeah, and your PO has like like tra- like traditions when it comes to community service, right? So they do like 
a food drive or like a car wash for, for XYZ cause or they go, you know, they have mm. things that they normally do and then you can look for things to do on your own with clubs in your high school or for example, uh, I was doing a lot of community service with a church my parents were going to. They had a food bank mm. and I was there every other week helping with a food bank and I was a shopper so I basically go around with people who come in and help them shop and carry their groceries to their car and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, there are a lot, a lot of opportunities and a lot of areas you can help with and honestly, whatever your hobby is or whatever your area of interest is, there's always something to do for the community in that area. So it doesn't have to be a chore, it doesn't have to be boring, it doesn't have to be, you know, um, tiring. Well, it is most of the time, but you know, it's something that you enjoy and you like doing, and that counts. Yeah, that counts immensely because you're doing this for a year, so it better be something that you're enjoying. It better be something that you feel counts and that you feel is making an impact and that you feel is adding something to you as well. I met amazing people um, through my community service. And Jerry, the lady who was in charge of the food bank I was working at, we still like email each other and I was applying to other programs when I got back to Tunisia and I asked her for uh, like letters of recommendations and she was more than happy to do so. So yeah, you, you really create connections that will last way longer than your program and way longer than your time doing that community service, you know? How was your host family experience? I think I was really, really lucky. Um, my fa my host family, and I just call them my family, it's really confusing to my friends now, because I would, you know, I have two sets of parents, and I just use mom and dad for both of them, so sometimes mm -hmm. you wouldn't know. But yeah, my host family is the first, I'm the first and the last Tunisian they'll ever get. And it sounds bad when I say like that. I didn't do anything, you know, horrifying or scarring to them. That's not what happened. Um, my host brother, he had a lot of his best friends be a uh, German exchange student that came to the high school. So he had an amazing experience with um, exchange students. And he like encouraged his uh, parents to host. And he was out of the house because he was going to college elsewhere. So he, they had their room, his room empty. So he was like encouraged them, encouraging them and encouraging them to host. Mm -hmm. uh, and they finally t decided to do so. Like just before, it was just the year before their daughter started college mm -hmm. and they had that room empty and their son wasn't there. So yeah, it was just that, that year frame that they were gonna try to host. And my host mom, uh, she's a very religious woman and I love her dearly and I still talk to her a lot. She was like, I was scared about this and I was, you know, apprehensive to have re really a stranger at my house for a year, you know? Mm -hmm. And she said, I prayed about it a lot and I asked Jesus for a good kid. And the second I saw, like, they, like my local coordinator, so the PO again, mm -hmm are the ones who reach out to host families and, you know, try to give them profiles and they pick, you know, mm -hmm. the students that like rewrite essays and, and stuff about ourselves. And then the host families read those and decide if we would be a good fit to their household or not. Mm -hmm. So she said, 
uh, after like praying about it and thinking about it a lot, we had the profiles and then I looked at you and there was like this was like there was this little girl in glasses with tiny eyes that was smiling and I knew you were gonna be my kid. And so it's so endearing. And she says that story like in every family dinner. It's beautiful. I, I feel like I feel really special to be honest. It's very cool. So yeah, my host family um, they took me in. I, I felt part of the family um, within like the first months or month or so. I was really close to them. I got to be friends with my host dad really fast. He had we had the same humor. It was very bad and not funny, but you know, dad jokes. Dad jokes. You exactly. used to do dad jokes yes. together. Yes, we used okay. to do dad jokes okay. together, and no one liked them, but we laughed at them. You know, we said the jokes and we laughed at them. And that was fine by us. And my host mom is a lovely, lovely lady. She took a lot of her time. She allocated a lot of her time to drive me to community services and to drive me to places I wanted to be and to visit friends when I wanted to do so. And, you know, for clubs and activities at school, she, she was really, really nice. Um, and we had a lot of, you know, we shared a lot. Um, we had like like really late talks with like tea at our like tiny living room and yeah it was, it was very lovely and I had a host sister who was living at the house and she was around my age so we bonded almost instantly and we had a lot of activities together and it got us really close to each other so yeah the, I consider them my my family, not even my second family. And you still talk to them to this day? I still talk to them. They were gonna come to Tunisia um, last year, but and they made it from the US to Paris, but unfortunately COVID and the travel ban, oh. so they had to go back instantly. But That's yeah. unfortunate. Yes, but I, I love them very did much. Did you get to meet this host brother who kept encouraging the Yeah, family? I did get to meet the host brother. He comes back to do his laundry mainly, but <laughs> holidays etc we have very similar personalities uh, him and I and I'm like full opposites with my host sister but that makes us work and with him we're like this you know a bit annoying a bit funny sibling you know mm -hmm. that's that's <laughs> that was our thing and he's a very cool guy um, and he was studying chemistry and I was very interested in that and we talked a lot about his major and we talked about a lot about his friends and I got to meet some of his friends. Um, yeah, he's a very cool guy as well. That's very nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Last question, mm -hmm. I promise. Mm -hmm. What skills did you gain by going on this exchange program? Uh, I think the skills that, you know, um, stayed with me the most and that I still use to this day are a huge adaptability uh, when you're thrown at you know where you're thrown in a well I signed up for it I was not thrown in but when you're in an environment that's totally you know different to yours and um, you know with a language barrier with a customs that are different with like a family dynamic that's different to the one you were living in it's a lot to adapt to and it's a lot of situations you didn't think you would find yourself in that you have to adjust to and find solutions to so yeah, yeah that like the fact that i learned how to adapt faster and better and um 
also I learned to speak for myself because well you're like a minor in a foreign country and sometimes like things you know that aren't making you the most comfortable just you know happen and you have to speak for yourself thank you everyone for tuning in and i hope to see you next time